Hey, it's Jim. I play Skeslin, at least until Skeslin dies, and then I'll have to play a different character. But for now, it's Skeslin. This is a Dragons and Things Network production. We run Crits and Giggles every Monday night at 5 p.m. Pacific. You can come and chat with us and enjoy the game live in real time. It's a good, it's a good thing to do. We also have a lineup of other productions. You can check out our schedule. Make sure that you go to twitch.tv slash the dat network to check all of that out. And you can see if there's some other shows that might tickle your fancy. I hate that phrase. I can't believe I just used it. It's the worst. I will now go to the podcast quick. Ignore what you just heard. Hey, everybody. It is time for the next page in our storybook. Welcome back to Crits and Giggles. <laughs> and, and every time. <laughs> so loud. Yes. You know, I don't want to waste a whole bunch of time. So let's jump in. What do you say? Yeah. All right. Oh, you dear children. Who has brought you here? Do come in and stay with me. No harm shall happen to you. She took them both by the hand and led them into her little house. Then good food was set before them, milk and pancakes with sugar, apples, and nuts. Afterwards, two pretty little beds were covered with clean white linen, and the children lay down in them and thought they were in heaven. The old woman had only pretended to be so kind. She was in reality a wicked witch who lay in wait for children and had only built the little house of bread in order to entice them there. When a child fell into her power, she killed it, cooked it, and ate it, and that was a feast day for her. Last week, the Barobies, that's right, you are the Barobies now. Last week, the Barobies <laughs> met Solvig Erdal, the leader of the Heralds of Summer's Return, in a secret hideout in White Throne. They learned from her that the Heralds had had a tentative alliance with the deposed Iron Guard, who wanted to return Iris into Babiaka. If the Barobies could take care of a commander of the Winter Guard, Solvig thought that she could gather forces to launch an attack against the remaining guards with the help of the Iron Guard. After taking out the commander, the Barobies were to light a skyrocket firework to signal the attack. This would leave the market square where Baba Yaga's dancing hut was locked on display without too many combatants in the Barobies' way. It was agreed. The Barobies made their way through the city, seeking, seeing wanted posters of themselves hung on every corner to a clock tower that supposedly housed this commander, Logorovich. After almost being taken out by statues, they quickly did in two ice trolls who had been resting peacefully in their barracks. Now within the clock tower, the Barobies must push forward to kill Logrovich to clear the path to the dancing hut. Faced with a need to save the world from a never-ending ice age, what do you do? Everyone, I'm I'm sorry. That one that one's on me. I told you this room didn't have uh things in it. Uh, they were sleeping, so I couldn't hear their reverberations on the ground. So that was, uh, uh, that, I'll take the, I'll take the blame for that one for sure. Well, now we know that whenever you don't hear someone, there might be sleeping folks through there. That's all we have to just remember. Or flying. Or flying. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, we, that opens up I, a whole new area. I think the important lesson is to never trust in Chip's abilities and always, always double check. Keslin, <laughs> oh, you're such a jokester. Yeah. Do you think it might be possible that next time, if we find any creatures lying in their beds sleeping, perhaps we can just quietly close the door and maybe not kill them? 
Yeah. I'm for that. Um, we gotta find Bella Bellavoria. So, you know, that's that's one thing. <laughs> we did have to go through this room. Second thing is, once again, I'm gonna keep bringing this up to you, Soraya, that trolls eat people, and once again, these are trolls. Um, they weren't eating anyone now. But they have in the past. Well, you don't know that. Have you ever met these trolls before? Perhaps they were vegetarians. Oh, is oh, I don't think. No, I, I don't think so. What about vegan? <gasps> oh, yes. You think they, you think they were vegan trolls? I mean, you just don't know, right? You've never met them. And perhaps if we talked to them, we could have asked them first before we killed them. I'm going to let you talk to every troll that we, you can, you can go up and you can have a conversation with every troll from now on. Okay. Oh, that's. Just don't think it's. (laughs) I wanted a yes or no answer there. (laughs) Seems like you're a little afraid to do that, aren't you? What is going on? I'm very distracted by what's happening uh, in roll 20. (laughs) Who's responsible? Um, No, um, look, I will talk to trolls, but if they're sleeping, then uh, let's leave them alone. We could lock the door. Yeah, but the thing is, this place is going to get taken over anyway. We have to, we have to help out the Iron Guard, so that we can get rid of the Winter Guard. So this place needs to be taken over. Otherwise, we don't help out the Iron Guard. We don't get the chance to go see the trees that you're so excited about. Let's think about those trees, right? So you know how like a a 14-year-old who just got like, who's like really mad at their parents kind of like turns around, like whips around real quick and like stomps away. That's what Soraya does in this moment, except she still has her really long, like white hair and looks like one of the, um, one of the, the white fox, white, white wolf people. Um, so she gets very tangled up in her hair, but still tries to like play it off that she's <laughs> still really frustrated and walks away. Okay. Uh, when you want to, should we, uh, yeah, while, while they're arguing about whether they're going to kill trolls or not, Skeslin is confident that he's already made his decision on what he's going to do if he encounters a troll, regardless of its uh, sleeping state. So he uh, is actually down. Uh, there's a door on the southern end of this room, a double door that I would like to take a peek at, you know, make a perception check and For sure, sure. do my thing. <laughs> you want me to listen? Well, I, I got this one. It's fine. You did so well on the last one, I wouldn't want you to overstrain yourself. I will let you guys know, you are in a clock tower, and I did mention when you entered the foyer, the low rumble of some great mechanism is clearly audible in the background, uh, accompanied by a ratcheting sound at regular intervals. Uh, It's the clock in the clock tower. You will take a negative five penalty to listen, making perception checks through doors. Okay. Oh. Uh, In that case, it modifies out to a 15. 15. Uh, you don't really hear anything through okay. this door. Uh, before moving any further, then, I will cast Heightened Awareness, which should give me a 50 minutes of heightened perception. Nice. 
And then... I mean, I'm just going to start stealthily open, opening this door. Stealthily opening the door. Well, you're stealthy, I'm sure of it. But you open this door and there's no one in there. Oh. This actually uh, looks to be some kind of mess area. Three giant chairs are arrayed around an enormous wooden table that is shoved into the southeast corner of this room. Piles of discarded bones and partially cooked meat heap upon oversized platters cover the silver surface of the table. The sickly sweet smell of blood and death is everywhere. They're not vegan. Oh. Or they're cannibals. Well, they certainly aren't vegan. Well, where does one head next, I think? I think we search around in this room for a little bit, so Chip will just start peeking around looking for uh, looking for anything that looks cool. Or enough. I got a 19 for my looking. For your looking? You do a lot of looking in these two rooms, and you actually find about 54 gold pieces oh. in various coins. Um, and then, of course, the two battle axes from the trolls you just killed. Love it. But other than that, that's that's all you find. Okay. <clears throat> all right, should we uh, head the other way then? I think we should. Yeah. All right. All right, uh, let's go. This door or this door? Which one do you all want to go through? Well, oh, no, maybe so the, the north door. Uh, north if you were, the door to the north. If you recall, the door to the north sounds a lot like stairs, and uh, the room over to our east it it sounds a lot like uh well I believe that there are what were there, Jamie? There were two big sets of footprints, and, or I'm sorry, one big set of footprints and. Or one thing that had four feet and two normal sets of footprints. It was four feet, two feet, and two soft statues. Great. So four feet, two feet, and two soft statues. Uh, okay, who wants to go north? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I mean, I like north. Or should, uh, or, or should we do all of the... The bottom floor still oh. first, I guess. Right, right. If we I can mean, get stairs. Where's your sense of adventure? I mean, it could be fun. Which one? The, the stairs or the bottom floor? Oh, the bottom floor. Oh, right. Yes. I like adventure. <laughs> I wouldn't want anything to come up behind us and take out the stairs or something. And then I only can fly myself. Oh, that's a good point. All right, bottom floor it is. Uh, Soraya, there are creatures in here. Do you want to talk to them first? <laughs> She's giving you the silent treatment. I offered. And, uh... She's by the door, so I don't I don't know what she's gonna do, but she's by the door. So is Miyuki. So uh I mean I'll I'll open it like slowly and carefully. <laughs> Roll a stealth check. Oh boy. 
One stealth check coming up. Oh. <laughs> Get the right page. Okay. Uh, where are you, stealth? There you are. Oh, that's a natural 20. So 27. Oh, yeah. 27. <clears throat> Let me look. All right. Well, the first thing you notice when you open this door is that I'm in for life has given uh, an auto succeed to you, Miyuki. <gasps> That's oh, very awesome. nice. I feel so successful. Thank you, I'm in for life. <laughs> uh, Galloway Games has also followed us. Real POTUS gifted to Duchess of Dinos. Penguin Witch Doctor resubbed for 23 months. What? Adamantite Adventure uh, gifted two subs at a, and another three uh, has resubbed for three months. Thank what? you, guys. Ooh. All right. Wow. You open this door to the east. Weapon racks line the north and south walls of this room while two armored dummies stand in the northeast and southwest corners. A long table sits near the middle of the room covered with weapons of various sizes. Mm. Now I will say there is a door, a set of doors to the north, east and south in this room mm -hmm. and the doors to the east and south are cracked open but you can't see all of the room mm. uh hello any trolls in here oh. i'm gonna guess that probably we were a little loud when we went to the room to the west mm, and gotcha. they are prepared for us oh Okay, uh, maybe I shouldn't go first then. <laughs> Astrid, how are you feeling? Yeah, all right, I'll go. So I'll be right Astrid, beside you. Okay, Astrid takes out her uh, great sword and moves in the room. And wherever Astrid goes, Chip will be by her side. <laughs> uh, while Chip and Astrid are moving into the room, I'm going to... Uh, Cast Frost Shield. Uh, Miyuki's just walking on a table. <laughs> That's what Miyuki does. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't question it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Hold yeah, on. let's take this one step at a time. So you guys okay. have entered. Yeah. Are Soraya and Skeslin staying in the hallway? I'm quite happy where I am. Yes. I'm staying with Gaslin. Uh, I think Astrid would like to head over and uh, push these doors open. The doors to the east? To the, I, well, I think she's going to go east and then south. Sure. I mean, unless something jumps out. And, I don't yeah. want to quote Star Wars, but it's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> We gotta get to him somehow. Come on, Chip. <laughs> this is a trap and a half, and Jamie is just waiting until we. Oh, it's about to be sprung. So, you go and check these this these doors to the east. Mm -hmm. uh, you poke your head inside of the room. This room contains little more than a bed and a footlocker. The bed, such as it is, is sized for a giant. Soiled sheets and a flattened, lice-ridden pillow heaped atop a lumpy, straw-filled sack. Gross. Well, Jamie, uh, what does my room? What does my room look like? <laughs> well, are you opening the door? The, the south the, to the south room. Yup. Yeah. 
as you open this door, something pushes past you. No! And runs to the set of double doors that are the only entrance to this room and slams them shut. No! And we'll roll initiative. What? No! What is that? No! Uh Oh, Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, and my initiative's so bad. (laughs) All righty. Oh, boy. Let me get my clothes pins here. All right. Who's got what? I have a six. A six? Well, Megan, I would say... Got a 21. Whoa. And also... Uh, before we before we start this party, um, oh. it looks like there's a sink and a mercy for the table, <gasps> and a randomly assigned wild oh. magic courtesy <laughs> of Miss Sarah BC One. Oh my! Don't let it be me! Oh no! <laughs> okay, we will deal with that wild magic as soon as I get initiative in order. I'm uh, one worse than Miyuki. You're one worse than Miyuki. Okay. Uh, thirteen. Four. Me too. <laughs> oh, who goes first? Uh, plus you. six. Oh yeah, yeah. She yeah. goes first. All righty then. Let's deal with this wild magic real quick. All right, I'm gonna roll a d6. Uh, currently, Miyuki, you're gonna be one. Skeslin, two. Soraya, three. Four. Chip. Five Astrid, six, I will re-roll. Okay. It's a six. You. Oh it's a six. Oh boy. <laughs> it's a six? Why am I not saving these for damage rolls? It's a one. <gasps> no. Miyuki. <laughs> Okie dokie. Miyuki, roll me some percentiles, please. Oh boy. Okay. If I must. Where? Oh my God, seriously. Oh, here's the right die. Uh, I got a 10. Exactly. All righty. Sorry, Jim. I actually created this one based on some things that happened on Friday in Heroic Endeavors. Oh. Megan, this wild magic is called Zoom. Uh Uh-oh. That does not sound good. You become fully muted. It does not affect your magic, but you have to act out everything you intend to do. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. All righty. Let's get started with this combat. Oh, boy. Uh, Well, I got my surprise round off. Skeslin. You're up first. One could argue that you took two move actions in a surprise round, which is technically illegal, but we won't hold it against you, Jamie. We won't hold it against you. Thank you, Jamie. (laughs) Thank you for being so polite. Yeah. Uh, So what I will do on my turn, since the door is illegally closed, (laughs) is I will vanish and then I will open the door. Okay. It's one of those barn doors that they have on old-timey saloons, so it opens and closes both ways. 
What? Not quite. But uh, <laughs> you do go to open the door. Let's make opposing strength checks real quick. <laughs> okay, so it loop it this way. He got to move and close the door, and he's also holding it shut. Look, now do, I'm good. Do I have good fun story. Now I'm now I'm now I'm talking about rules here. <laughs> Fine, you can Wasting open the door. my turn. <laughs> you can open the door. He's yes, standing right there. That's Fine. all I can do. I, I, I uh, cast a spell and I open the door. So <laughs> it's Astrid's turn. Astrid, what are you gonna do? Astrid, full of rage because she hates closed doors flies up onto the table and jumps with her great sword to bring it down on this monstrosity by the uh, west door. Oh, cool, cool. Remember, your great sword has the broken quality right now. Yes. Ooh. Oh, wait, what, what was the... Uh, minus, minus two. two. Minus two, right? Okay. To attack and damage. Minus two. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. Uh, uh, 18. 18 does not hit. Oh, man! Okay, well, now I'm just... <laughs> we're in trouble. Yep, we're in big trouble. Soraya, it's your turn. <sighs> Uh, uh, Gessland disappeared, and I saw the door open. Yeah, am I seeing this giant creature? Yeah, oh, she's right there. By the way, why don't I give you a close up of what she looks like? Because oh, uh, I think you need to to see the oh. ice troll. This is a female ice troll. She's got like ice pauldrons, but they're a part of her skin. She's wearing a skull necklace. A big old like leather dress with some, it looks like probably human femurs attached to her belt. And she is carrying a huge battle axe. Talk to oh. her. I'm gonna, you know what? Screw you, Ben. Screw you, Ben, I am. I'm. <laughs> Get ready for this. <laughs> Soraya's gonna look right up at this giant female ice troll and look at everyone in the room, except for Skesson, who's invisible, and she's gonna say, excuse me, what is going on in here? How dare you cause a ruckus within this clock tower? Is that how you should be acting around one of the winter witches? And she's gonna... That is a lot of hair tossing. <laughs> uh, you begin just like berating this ice troll and you see her look down at you and you can see this like blank stare in her face. <laughs> she fully is not comprehending what you are saying. Oh no. Do I, what? To go back in and through through my knowledges and see perhaps what language an ice troll would speak. Six cool, seconds. Cool, cool, cool. Six Roll seconds. a knowledge local. Um, 
That's a two. Yeah, you don't remember. <laughs> you like there. You're flipping through this Rolodex of knowledge you have in your brain, and you can't find the right card. Then I'll just quickly say exactly what I just said, but in Sylvan, because it's the only other language I know. <laughs> sure. Would you like to do anything else? Yeah. Back up. Ah! <laughs> uh, am I technically within? Uh, well, I. They, she hasn't attacked yet, right? So I can. Do I need to take a five foot step, or can I move? She technically has acted. Okay, so you have the surprise round. I will take a five foot step back. Okie dokie. You know what? Do you know what big creatures have, Katie? Reach. I mean, that's what I was asking. Yeah, so she's still going to be able to get you over there. Yeah, I'm aware of that. That's why I was asking if I could move further than five feet. (laughs) Well, it's her turn. And you hear her yell in. A language I don't think any of you speak. Uh, does anyone speak? What are the languages spoken in the party? Well, Scald. Sylvan. Not the one the giants speak. Common, Halit, Scald, and Sylvan, but I do have uh, linguistics. Roll a linguistics check. Roll. I got lots of linguistics. I put so many points into it. That's a 19 for linguistics. Uh, you recognize this as giant. They're speaking giant. Um, and you're able to make out a few words, mostly like come help uh, yes. there we go. as she is going to, let me figure this out. Let me figure it out. She is going to, oh, I don't have enough. Oh, Jim, I'm so mad at you about doors. Okay, (laughs) doesn't matter. She's going to run past Astrid. Oh. To the doors to the north and fling them open. Well, if we're going to get into more rules, moving through an enemy square requires an overrun check to do. And that's a CMB check? It is. It also definitely provokes an attack of opportunity. Yeah, Yeah, I know I'll get an attack of opportunity, but it'll be a 21 overrun against a CMD for Astrid. Astrid. A CMD for me is 20. Oh, Oh. so close. I know. So, uh... still attack her. Yeah, you can still swing away. Oh, swing. (laughs) Swing away. Uh, okay, let's try. Let's try a swing here. Ooh, that'll be a 22. 22 will hit. <gasps> okay. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know. I kind of feel bad about this. But, you know, Astrid's going to do it anyway. Was that with the minus two broken condition? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 17. 17 points? Yeah. Oh, boy. He's so deadly. All right. I'm sorry. Well, it's my turn again. Uh, oh, boy. As Chip heard come and help, and she flings these doors open, and Chip 
help does come. Oh boy. As a creature <laughs> runs out of the room that you were trying to look into and uh, comes to the door to take a bite at you. And I'll give I'll give you a quick look see at what this creature looks like. Oh no. This is oh. uh, a foul smelling fluids oh. ooze from the pores <laughs> across the scaly skin of this squat, powerful, and vaguely canine beast. <gasps> so this little beastie runs up and is like, all right, I come, I help, and is gonna help his master. I love this little guy. He kind of looks like that monster from Ghostbusters. Yeah, but I like, don't think- But like a cuter and fatter. I don't think a 12 is gonna hit you, is it, Chip? Uh, it is not. Alrighty then, we, as these doors are flung open to the north, uh, we'll do that in a second. Miyuki, what's happening? Miyuki is going to try to inspire some courage. So she, she kind of like makes a really loud noise on the table and then she goes, Inspire some courage. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, I'm going to grapple this puppy. Uh, oh. <laughs> Everyone, uh, she called for some help, but uh, this this cute little guy came over here, so I'm gonna. No, no, no! You good little, aren't you a good little guy? Uh, and so he's gonna just kinda <gasps> grapple him. Uh, that is going to be a 14, so probably. That will not do it. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, all right, we are back at the top of initiative order with Skeslin. Skeslin watches how this troll lady moves, does an overrun, and opens the door. It's so crazy how many actions <laughs> the troll gets to take. It's just like, wow, we've really got to take care of this fast-acting troll who is constantly taking more actions than is legally allowed. But he's going to, in order to try to do that, uh, he's just gonna start moving. Uh, or first he's going to cast, but not fire, fiery shuriken. So there are three shuriken, and he's going to creep right up next to this troll. And that's it, standard and a move. <clears throat> Still invisible. However, you did move through threatened squares. Still invisible. invisible. Still invisible. <laughs> Without the ability to be seen. Boy, Jamie, Fine. I bet you're regretting wearing green today, aren't you? Oh, I really am. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love this shirt. Now I hate it. It's gone. Well, mm. now you can see into the room that this troll lady threw the doors open to, to the north, Skeslin. And within... You see more help coming. Okay. Oh no! As another combatant Us? enters the field. Oh! 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 Look at that! Like that. <laughs> it's a different kind of puppy. Now that's called fluffy. <laughs> that's this so cool. creature. Let me see if we can find it. Uh is a sinister seven foot tall humanoid with white fur and dead eyes. Uh, and he does not look very happy. This is like the third evolution of the puppy creature. Yeah. Looks like a bugbear. 
This anyway, is fun. he is going to uh, move up, and he's going to take a swing at Astrid because oh, is sure. that allowed, Jim? Can I? Can I? Yeah, that, that was just one move action and one standard action, which is basically what the rules allow for. I think Technically, it's he did reasonable. move through a, uh, a threatened square, so if, if you know, Astrid, but she doesn't have combat expertise, so. No, I just Well, it's swing. a 29. Do I hit? <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, let's do some damage. Oh, dear. That oh, dear. is 10 points of damage. From this ogre hook that this creature carries. Ooh. Ooh! Ogre hooks are bad. Ooh. We continue on. Astrid, it is your turn. Well, I I find that behavior to be rude. Hitting me with an ogre hook. So I'm gonna I think Astrid would like to swing at the fella to her north there. The white the, seven foot the, tall. The, yeah. Uh what what's his name? What is he? Da, da, you don't know. Dead Does over? Astrid have cleave by any chance? Oh, she does. Yes. Because those, those enemies she sure does. are next to each other. They sure are. Oh, gosh. I just love you, Jim. Uh, okay, so we're cleaving. We're furious, focused power attacking. And we're doing this with a great sword. And am I inspired by courage? You are. Oh, yes. Ooh. But you still have the broken condition on your sword. Uh, it basically do. evens out but to it your evens normal it attack. Out. Yeah. yeah. So that would be a... Let's see. 26. 26. 26. Who are you aiming at first? Uh, the fella to my north. The... um, What is he? The Yeti guy? The You don't know like what I, he is. I feel like I skinned his brother. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you could uh, roll a knowledge local to know what he is. Oh, I only have knowledge engineering. I don't have knowledge local. Darn it. Uh, well, I'll just swing at him. Okay. What was that? Uh, 20, so, 26. You 26. hit. Okay. I'm here, friends. Oh. Four. Ten. Uh, eight, uh, 20 points. 20 <laughs> points. All right. Are you following now. through? Yes. And so now I take a, take a two penalty. To your, not to the, it's a normal attack. You just take a minus two penalty to your armor class this round. But you just attack oh. the troll as normal. As normal. Got yeah. it. Got it. Okay. Uh, roll, roll my 20. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, that would be uh, Dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits. Nice. <gasps> oh, okay, okay. Uh, eight, <clears throat> uh, 16, 18 points. 18 points. Woof. Oops. All right. <laughs> Soraya. Somebody's, somebody's gifting that moment. Oops. <laughs> Soraya, where, what would you like to do? From where I'm standing, I'm going to um, very frustratingly cast a 
flaming sphere upon the tall, womanly ice troll. <laughs> uh, you do not have line of sight currently. I don't? No, you need to be able to see through the doorway into the room. How about, right now you can kind of see a corner. How about if I how about if I take a step up? There you go. That'll do Great. it. Awesome. Uh, that is going to be a reflex save for you. Okie dokie. Reflex save is a 21. Well. And nothing happens. Cool. That's a pretty impressive reflex save for us. A- that was. You know, the thing is, is that I was like, I, I thought about sinking it, and then I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have wasted it. So. <laughs> All right. It is my troll lady's turn. <clears throat> Amagara, some call her. Uh, and she's going to take a swing at. Astrid, who seems to be dealing the most damage currently. Yeah, I get that. So she will use her battle axe, pull it back like a baseball bat, and just try to slice you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to be a 24. Oh, yep, yep. Cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's see, I need that. Oh, you know what? I can do a full round attack if I don't move. And this is part of the full round attack. Ooh. Uh, that is going to be a 10 damage from the battle axe. Okay. She is then going to reach out with her claws. Ooh, don't know if that's going to do it. That's going to be 12, not going to hit you. No. But a natural 20 will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, dear. Uh, 16 points of damage as her claw Ooh. like catches your neck and tries to like rip you open, but she couldn't get the other claw on you. So she couldn't. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. He's gonna stay put, but it, it's my puppy's turn now. Hey and puppy. Chip's right there. So hey, come over here. He is going to jump five feet into the room, even with Chip. Take a little nip at his knee. Oh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. 22 for my bite. That's a hit. Oh boy. You are gonna take 11 points of damage from the bite, and then I need a fortitude save. Ooh, a fortitude save. I'm actually going to use my uh, mercy uh, to make that not 11 points, but eight points. Probably a good use. Uh, will will be that. And then <laughs> here comes my fort. Ah, uh, 12. I just need you to make a note for in the morning. Remind me BF. All right. Oh, BF. Okey I dokey. took the note. Thank you. But then I look at the dog and I say, bad dog. And it just like looks up at you and is so proud of itself. Its tongue is hanging out of its mouth. Drool slobber like puddles at its feet right now. It's pretty happy with what it did. Miyuki, let's see what you've got. What are you going to do? (laughs) 
I don't know if you intended to mute yourself again. Okay, okay. This is amazing. Oh, no. No, I didn't. <laughs> Here we are. I, I, what I was trying to say is that I want to use my bladed belt to stab Troll Lady. Of course, of course, of course. So you whip that off, take a stabby stab. All right. That is a uh tw uh dirty 20 dirty 20 that hits yes or five damage yeah five a whole damage amazing <laughs> hey it's better than nothing indeed chip what you uh, gonna do yeah me and leroy jenkins I'm grappling with Leroy Jenkins. It's about to be. I'm gonna put a new collar on him. <laughs> okay, here we go. That's a 19. That okay. matches. Yeah, oh. got me. You've got a puppy that just bit you. I just, listen. Some dogs just need to be trained. Yeah. All More right. Hurts. You have the puppy. Skeslin, what are you gonna do? Okay. Uh, as a swift action, I am going to fire my first shuriken at the troll directly in front of me. Okie dokie. So as a touch attack, that is... Mm, plus two for being invisible. So 17 against touch AC. That hits. All right, so that deals, where my Diego? There it goes. That deals um, four points of fire damage. Okay. Then I will cast defensively, uh, casting Shocking Grasp Ooh. at the troll lady. That is going to hit, oh yeah, uh, if the last one hit, this one is above 20 for that touch. So that is some electricity damage coming your way. All right, so we're looking at 10. 20 points of electricity damage. Then I am just going to take a five-foot step away. Well, it's a good thing you do as this troll lady tumbles to the ground. <gasps> oh, jib jab! Whew! Great job. Matter. We move on <sighs> to my seven foot tall humanoid's turn, because you still don't know what it is. Again, that would be a knowledge local if anybody wanted to know what this creature was. Uh, Astrid, you're right there. I uh, know. I mean, oh, dear. doesn't take much. Oh, dear. Uh, swinging an ogre hook at your face. Natural 20. Oh, oh boy. Candace. Oh, I yes, know. This is yes, bad. yes. Do you, this I, is really bad. Rocks. All right. Because an right. ogre hook is a times four critical. No, it's times three. That's but, still bad. Right, 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 right. You're right. <laughs> I rolled max damage. <gasps> I just need to do a little, um, hold on. Let me double check. I'm doing math right. Oh, Candace. That's 51 <gasps> points of damage. You would have killed Soraya. 
mean, if we're playing by the optional, I, uh, I think you uh, might massive damage Astrid. death rules. You can just straight up kill Astrid with an attack like that. How are you looking, Astrid? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm at negative, uh, let's see, uh, 36. <gasps> Wait, negative, uh, negative 36? Negative 36? Yeah. Astrid is incredibly yeah. dead. Yeah. Incredibly, extremely dead. And the four of you watch as one of your companions falls at the base of this clock tower. Oof. Soraya, what do you do? Hold on, hold on. No. No, 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 no. Because, no, never mind. Never mind, those are the Candace, the were things. you at full Can we remap it? Into this, no. because yep. I, like, okay, you were at full health when you went into this. Yep. <clears throat> Oh, she was Lord. she was getting hit before that too, so yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that's I'm just, you hit with fifty one points of damage. That that's what yeah. happens. Ogre hooks are like so deadly. Mm-hmm. Oh, Candace. Yeah. Oh. It was nice knowing all of you. Oh. Well, you should probably kill that creature. (laughs) Soraya, what do you do? I'm going to move my flaming sphere as my move action, and you'll get another reflex save. Uh, I'm going to try to hit this guy. Reflex for the creature is a 26. Jesus. Okay. Uh... And then as my standard action, I guess I'm gonna, I don't, uh, uh, I'm going to, ah, shoot, I'm gonna cast, ah, I hate you, Jamie. I'm going to cast a, oh, geez, I don't, um, okay. I'm going to cast Air Geyser on him. Air Geyser. Air Geyser. So you're going to get a reflex save again, but this time it's going to be partial. And also this time I'm using all of my sinks, which are four of them. Okay. So negative four to your reflex save. That's a total of 14. Then you fail and I'll finally get to hit you. Um, how, how tall is the ceiling? It is about 10 feet tall. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurl you up a number of feet equal to five times my caster level. So you'll hit the ceiling. True. Um, so if target strikes the uh, the ceiling the same manner as it would uh, during a normal fall. Okay, I'm not sure. Not sure. All right, so I guess I'm rolling damage. <laughs> well, if it's a 10-foot ceiling, then it would be as if a 10-foot fall, which is 1d6 points of bludgeoning damage. 
So do I roll that as well? Yep. <clears throat> um, that's going to be 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 points of damage. 16 points of damage. This thing's white fur looks pretty bloody. <clears throat> Is that all you want to do? That's all I can do. All right. We will move on to my puppy's turn. My puppy, uh, you know, he's enjoying being cuddled. So he's just going to try to bite you, Chip. Because he can while you have him grappled. Yeah. But he's going to miss with this one. You got him swaddled up in your arms. Pretty darn good there. Miyuki. Hmm. Uh, oh, geez. Um, I, I think that's upsetting to Miyuki. Uh, and I think, so here's a question. If I wanted to try to cast a spell, uh, if it has a verbal component, I basically can't right now, right? No, your magic is still working. You just right. have okay, to act out what you want to do. Okay. So what I want to do is cast, um, where is it? Um, confusion on that guy who just killed my friend um, to, to, to confuse him. So I won't attack anybody else, at least for a round. So I just kind of want to look over there and oh. go and make a lot of faces at him to cast my spell. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do I get a will save? Yeah, let me go back to it. Yes, you do. Will. I will save. 21. Uh, well, 16 was the uh, DC, so... Yeah. All right. We will move on to Chip. Yeah, so Chip's like, Hey, everybody, I, I got this dog. I mean... I... <gasps> And he'll just, he'll throw the dog away and just run over to Astrid. And so he's basically free action, drop the dog. Uh, he'll move and take an attack of opportunity, getting, getting right next to her. Um, but he sees that there's just, there's nothing well, the puppy misses with its bite on the attack of opportunity. He sees that there's nothing that he can do, so he just all out hauls and punches this guy with his spiked gauntlet. That's a 17 on the die. Um, that is going to be uh, a total of 24. That hits. And that's a total of six points of damage. Um, and it's cold iron as well, and magical, if that has anything to do with it. Didn't take long for you to get your revenge as it falls. Ugh. There's still one combatant out, the lovely puppy. Skeslin, what do you want to do? I will. Gonna fire a shuriken at it. For one... Uh, 
Probably not, but against Touch AC. Oh, we're still being inspired, so 13 against Touch AC. Hits! Hey, there we go. Uh, that is only three points of fire damage, but I use that as my opening volley as I rush forward, casting um, Shocking Grasp yet again to reach out and touch the puppy. Uh, and again, against Touch AC, that's 17 on the die, so yeah. go ahead and Give roll damage. some damage. Remember when we were happy? Uh, oh, and that's a big one. Fueled by absolute... Well, you know what? Probably not even rage. He's probably just absolutely calm, but incredibly focused as he reaches out, grabs this puppy, this weird slimy puppy right at the top of his head and unleashes electricity through him, dealing 10, 16, 23 points of electricity damage. Nice. Ooh, puppy does not look good. Uh, if he's still alive, I pop my bubble as a free action and deal an additional 1d6 points of electricity damage, though you do get a reflex save. Oh, okay. Reflex is 15. It's a failure, and you take six more points of electricity damage. And the puppy falls. Okay, um, so I'm pretty sure I've heard of ways to, like, uh, uh, bring people, uh, help people who, who seem like they died further than maybe is normal, uh, or, uh, just died at all. Maybe we can still do something. Like, like, let's stay positive, right? We can still do something, right? 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 Who wouldn't? Uh... Yeah, I, I mean, yes and no. We could. There are, there are ways to bring her back from the graveyard, but Phrasma's taken her. What, what about? What about Baba Yaga? Can yeah? Can she do anything? Let's look. We can look for a mirror. Wait, is mirror talking to Baba Yaga? Or I have a mirror. To... I'll pull up. I have a little shard of mirror still. Maybe if we um, I mean, uh, does anybody have some chicken legs? We can put some chicken legs. I assume she likes those, and uh, as an offering, and then say and request Baba Yaga to come and and fix this. I don't think that's how it works, Miyuki. Well, have, have you ever tried? I mean, we could try. No, I mean, never tried. But I've seen death before. It's not fun. It's not pretty. But it does highlight how important what we're doing is right now. We can't leave these creatures, these people to control a city. 
And better yet, we can't leave these people to, to take over and control all of Galarian. Astrid was our friend. Astrid is our friend. But there's nothing that we can do. Not yet. Well, what, what we can do is kill everything else in this place. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, aside from the lady we're here to save, I'm, I'm pretty much down for that. Yeah. Let's find a spot where we can rest her body. When we come out, we'll we'll take it and give it proper rest. And we'll we'll move her to we'll move her to whatever room looks the cleanest and most secure. Um I I know that's probably not a a real option right now, but um, we'll just carry her and rest her on the bed and take off that cloak of the Yeti and put it on. (laughs) Sorry, had to break the tension a little bit. You actually find the room to the south um, is another bedroom. It's uh, inside. A giant-sized bed sits in the southwest corner of this spacious room, and a large polar bear rug sprawls across the floor. Several small tables occupy the corners of the room, along with a chest in the southeast. Behind it on the wall hangs a large mirror, but this looks like the cleanest and nicest room that um, you have looked in so far. You've only looked in the room to the south and then the one to the east. Well, um... While they're taking Astrid's body, uh, I am actually going to go over to the troll and this whatever creature it is. I'm going to reach into my bag and grab uh, a scroll I've been holding on to for a while. Look over at Soraya and see. We're going to need some more friends now. I no. Shut up, Saraya. I don't you have won't. time for this. You won't. I'm going to cast Animate Dead on no! the roll and on whatever the other thing was. Um, depending on their hit dice, I can animate 20 hit dice worth of creatures with a casting. Wow. So provided their combined hit dice are not more than 20, uh, they will both rise as zombies. You now have a zombie ice troll and a zombie something or other. Threa's gonna walk up to the something or other and she'd like to know what it is. Sure, roll a knowledge local. Uh, It's gonna be an 18 total. 18. You 
identify this as a wickawack. This is an albino northern bugbear. Ah, it is a bugbear. Hmm. Soraya is going to get really close to it. And she's going to say, you killed my friend. And she's going to punch it as hard as she can. Which isn't very hard. What do you all do? Well, we have to keep going, right? Uh, that's what Astrid would want. So let's go upstairs and uh, kill the things that maybe are up there that are evil. We have to make sure everything down here is cleared first. Uh, and just room by room by room, because uh, we haven't like been in them, just taking the time to go through them. Sure. Uh, in the room to the south where you have laid Astrid's body, you find that chest and it is locked. Um, but going through the, the loot on the zombies now, you do find some keys and you're, un- you're able to unlock this chest. You find a bunch of coins, um, a potion, an iron nose ring, and a collection of 12 brightly polished human skulls. Would anyone like to figure out what this potion is? Sure. Spellcraft. Spellcraft? Yes. Um, I've got a 14. 21. 14 and 21. Give me just one second. Fourteen is not going to do it, but I think twenty-one is. This is a potion of spider climb. Uh, you move to the room to the east, and you had poked your head in. Astrid had poked her head in and taken a look inside. You see the bed um, and a footlocker. And you start digging through this footlocker and you find a number of children's toys, mostly broken. Uh, You also find a bunch of money and a necklace. But this necklace is a necklace that is made up of hands. Oh. Are you kidding me? This place is gross. Are they the doll hands? No, this looks like it had flesh. This looks like it's bone muscle. Detect magic. It is magical. Oh no, I didn't want to ask. Would I be able to determine what abilities it might have? You can roll a spellcraft check and see if you know what it does. Ooh, 18 on the die. 22. You identify this as a hand of the mage. This mummified elf hand hangs by a golden chain around a character's neck. And it allows the wearer to utilize the spell mage hand at will. Mm. 
And is anyone holding this particular necklace right now, or would it be me from the spellcraft? You, you from probably. the spellcraft. So she'll just here. Does anyone need this? It allows you to move things, light things, as if you were doing so with your own hands. I can already do that, so... That that thing looks very unappeasing. Maybe we could, uh... I'll just tuck it, yeah, in the bag. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, on this wickawax body, if you keep digging, um, you know, he has his armor, some gold, his weapons, and a necklace of severed fingers. Uh, what? This is a clock tower. Detect magic. Yeah, me too. Nothing on the fingers. Gross. He's just carrying around fingers. That's disgusting. Just fingers. Well, we're taking that off his neck. All right. Because he's ours now, and he doesn't get to do that anymore. You continue to the third room attached to this armory. Yeah, I'm you- interested up there. It kind of looks like there's a bunch of maybe cells or... Gates, or that's what I'm interested in. Three prison cells line the north wall of this chamber, while a fourth cell is set in an alcove to the east. Toward the northeast corner stands a large butcher's block covered with old bloodstains. A cleaver too large for human hands is embedded in it. A bare table rests along the west wall. But maybe what's most disturbing, more disturbing than the hand of the mage, the necklace of fingers, is there are six children in these prison cells. Let them out immediately. Yeah, rush to them. And you see they're like trying to stay quiet and and some of them are crying. They look to be three girls, three boys uh, between the ages of maybe six and 12. And you dig through all the keys that you found and sure enough, you're able to let them out. Um. And the oldest of them is actually a girl with blue skin. And she she looks at all of you and she thanks all of you. Thank you so, so much. We, we were so terrified. We, we didn't know what to do. He kept trying to poke us through the cells. And oh, you, you did take care of the nastiest troll, though. What, what are you all doing here? We're... we're- we're taking care of this place. You got to get out of here as fast as you can. It's not quite safe yet. Well, okay. Um, can you find Inga? Inga? We haven't seen her in a few days. They they took her upstairs. I mean, two of the little ones have gone upstairs before, but Inga went up a few days ago and hasn't come back down. I will do everything in my power to find Inga. You should know that that's where Granny is. Well, upstairs. Well, 
Well, is uh, is Granny somebody that we don't that we're afraid of? Um, I think she's a witch. I I I I don't know. I I know Granny's upstairs and her her little ghost friend, and um, the the two little ones told me that there's there's two dragons. One is all white and one is black and breathes fire. Oh, and there's a beautiful princess who sings when she's not crying. Okay. All right. So Ben thinks that princess is Bella. Um, Granny with a ghost and two dragons, you said? Yeah. What, what, what did she say? One. She said one white and one black that breathes fire. Upstairs, Yikes. a dangerous place. Where where should we go? What should we do? You have homes that you're from in the city, or um, no? I I could go back to the orphanage, but those two are from on the streets, and that one he doesn't he doesn't want to go home. Hmm. Well, I can only tell you that we came from the Shrine of the Everbloom, and it, it might be helpful if you were uh, to meet somebody there. Uh, maybe get out of here, you know? This isn't a really good place anymore for kids to be. Okay, um, where, where should we, where is it? Uh, and Chip will do his best to describe how to get there and to contact the uh, Heralds of Summer's Return. Okay. And this little girl with her blue skin and white hair, she looks at all of you and she like gathers the other five younger children and starts to lead them to the front door. And, and you uh, see she's trying to keep the kids as far away from the two zombies at this point yeah. as possible. She, they look terrified of them. Uh, before she leaves, uh, Chip will say, and if you do get in contact with uh, Sovig Herdal, uh, then you you tell you tell them that well, we lost one. They don't need to know more than that. Okay. I'll, I'll let them know. And the children rush out the front door. Okay, I'm ready to stab things. You guys, ready? You're, they fireball them. It doesn't have to be stab. Hey. Don't have uh, if, if we're talking about dragons. I don't. I don't have enough left to be of much help for very much longer. These have been very taxing battles. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, one more, sure, but it doesn't sound like we're going up against some ice trolls up there. Does anybody have knowledge engineering? I mean, I no. could. 
You want to roll a knowledge engineering for me, Miyuki? Sure. Ah, that is a eight and 18. 18. You would think that from the height of this tower and from what you're seeing inside now, there are probably four levels. Um, If that helps you at all in trying to schedule out your combats. Yikes. Yeah. I think it might actually be better for us to rest. We don't want another, um, we don't want to lose anybody else. Where do we go? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, we could uh, try to barricade one of these doors and hope no one notices us for a while. But, I mean, that's probably a big risk. Oh, one good thing is that we've we've got this whole first floor covered, taken care of. We could just post up in that hallway. Amy, I have a rules question. Sure. I have a spell, and I'm wondering if it only works. Uh, I, I prepared a spell, a spell called Hide Campsite. But does it only work if it's a campsite, like, outside? Or can it work inside? Let me take a look. Hide campsite. Oh. Let's see. Sorry, this has taken longer than I thought. Can you read me the text of the spell? Yeah. Uh, You make the area around a campsite appear to be a thicket of untouched and forbidding foliage and some other unwelcoming feature matching the surrounding terrain. Creatures outside the area cannot sense any activity going on inside the area. They cannot smell campfires or cooking food. They cannot hear conversation, loud noises, or spells being cast. And they cannot even feel heat or a rush of wind coming from the area. Those inside the area can see out normally. Once a creature steps into the area of the spell, it can see everything and around the area normally. I would say that that would be useful outdoors in a campsite. Just because I've seen them sitting here for a little bit, Zippy Karma has become the Bit Boss Battle Box and has given Katie a auto succeed, oh, and Sarah BC1 has become the Bit Box Battle Boss and given Jim the auto succeed, and Sarah also gifted to Simon Jr. D. And then Delirious 2019 donated $5 and Edge to Astrid. You were my favorite character. Oh, huh. Just so everybody knows, Candace did message me and was like, can I give away the few bonuses I still have? And I said, yes, you can pick who you want to have them. So she will be able to pass those on or hold on to them for whoever we see next. Oh, man. Uh, What... Do you guys do? Where do you go? Where 
you say you need rest. Where do you? Well, I don't, I don't think we should leave Astrid's body here, but I do think we need to stay here. Um, I don't want to give away any ground that we've already taken. I don't want to come back and have this place be populated with more ice trolls. Yeah. Fair. Saray's gonna go try to, um, to, there's a table in the middle of the room. She's gonna shut the door and walk over to the table and attempt to like start flipping it over, scooting it, but she's not very strong, so she's not getting very far. Uh, when, when Miyugi sees her do that, she'll go and help. Takes you a few minutes, but you're able to flip this table and push it up against the door. And you think, yeah, this is probably pretty safe for the night. I mean, it's really not even that late into the day. But it is a safe place to rest. Chip will... I hate this. Chip will put Astrid into the bag of holding. Candace's face. <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if we have a bag that's the right size. I forget what. It's a type one bag of holding. Well, I Chip will can... dump out, like, he'll dump out everything that was in there and, like, leave it on the floor and then put Astrid in the bag of holding. Um, and he'll turn to Skeslin. Say, now, um, I, I personally, I want to go. I want to go to the Heralds of Summer, Summer's Return, and at least put her body in a place that she'll be safe, but I can't do it. I'm, I'm a liability with how I appear in this city. You... You seem to be able to walk about freely. Will you take her back? You want that to be done now? Yeah. With the bag. Chip will hand him the bag. I'll look at the... All right, taking my zombies. I leave, heading back to deliver the body. And you make it back to the Shrine of the Everbloom and Solvig Erdal is there. Seems she's pouring over maps and messages are coming in from people you haven't seen before and being delivered to her and people are running back out to the streets. What do you do? Well, find a clear table, plop the bag up on the table, open it up, reach in, you probably with both arms, hook Astrid under the shoulders and drag her out of the bag. 
This is what your war has cost so far. Let's hope it doesn't cost much more than this. Oh, I... I am so sorry. I... I knew it would be dangerous, but... She knew it would be dangerous, too, and she signed up anyway. All that this really means is that your friends better be ready to do their damn jobs. Because if we get through this and we succeed in our mission and you can't pull off your end of the bargain, ah, well, I'm going to get pretty freaking pissed off. And that's not going to be something that you want to see. Oh, trust me. We'll be there. We will. And she, like, places her hand on Astrid's head and says a prayer to the goddess Milani for revenge, for liberation, for freedom, for the city, for Astrid, and for you. And unless there's something else you'd like to do, you and your zombies are able to make it back to the clock tower. Yeah, that's, I think, uh, all I would do is go back. Is there anything that you guys would like to do while resting overnight? Soraya is probably just writing in her journal, crying herself to sleep. Actually, even Jim doesn't really want to do this, but Skeslin, before Skeslin leaves, I think the practicality, the, the practical man in him, he takes the ring of protection and the ring of feather falling off of her. Puts them on. You jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Jim's yeah. like, yeah. Well, Does he hand yeah. that great sword over to the uh, to the to the ogre or to the troll? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm only um, her weapons and armor. That's not like if to him. It's not even like these. Like the weapons and armor to him are like those are Astrid's things. The rest of it's like these are the tools of. Right. These are the tools of the trade we need to go get our job done. So I'm taking them to do the job that she she could not complete. And it is a really sucky feeling having to loot a party member's body. But really, what is the name of the game? And it's survival. Mm. And yeah. that's the only way to like to be okay with having to loot your friend. It sucks. But at the same time, you're looting everybody else. All right. You, Jamie, yes. you said I had this, um, this feeling, maybe a, a poisonous feeling in my body. Mm -hmm. Is there any way to uh, diagnose what I currently have with perhaps a heal check? You could do that. Let me take a Look. Heal check. Why don't you roll it for me? Leaner. Leaner? Yep. Uh, 18. 18. To identify... To treat a disease is the save DC... This is a a pretty low-level save. You barely missed it, so I'm just going to give it to you. I'm not going to waste time looking up all that. Uh, you have blood fire fever. 
Oh, great. A trollhound's saliva is an infectious brew of contagion. Creatures bitten by a trollhound are often afflicted with blood fire fever, a disease characterized by deep internal pain as if the victim's blood were on fire. Additional symptoms include loss of muscular coordination, pus-filled blisters, and an overall lethargy and fatigue. Sweet. So the four of you and the two zombies are able to get some rest. You awaken, you recenter yourself. What do you do? Center yourself. Um, well, I'm pretty sure I gotta make a save, don't I? You do. Uh, first, before you make your next save, Let's see what the effects are from yesterday. You take two points of strength damage. Yikes. And two points of dex damage, and you are fatigued. Uh, okay. Uh. (sighs) Well, I'm going to have to do some work here giving myself like lesser restoration and uh, I'm going to try and see if I can fend off this disease before I pray so that I can hopefully keep my third level spells. Okay. I did not. So um, What was the save? uh, I rolled uh, an 11. Yeah, that doesn't do it. We We have a scroll of delay poison. I don't know and of removed sickness in the bag of holding. It's and a, removed disease. Oh, we do? Okay. Well, we'll I'll I'll try the scroll then that we have um, that's in the bag of holding. Thank you sure. for looking that up, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> Inventory. That is a 13. 13. Oh, boy. Uh, is this to cast the scroll? No, I have it in my spell list, so I can just cast it. I'm sorry, what is this roll for? Removing the disease. Oh, 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 oh. Um, it does not remove the disease. Yikes. Jeez. Oh, okay. Um... Yikes. Well, that's bad. Um, I'll prepare it again and cast it again and use up all my third level spell slots and go for it. All right. That's an 18 on the die plus my caster level of 5, 23. Yes. Okay. Now I got to do some work here. Go ahead, everybody. Uh, I'll uh, I'll figure out what I need to do here. Mm. Oh. Uh, so we're resting now, right? Yeah, you. Yeah, I kind of fast forwarded through the evening. Unless there was something you wanted to do, um, you are able to rest. 
Okay. No, I think Miyuki's probably quieter than normal. I have a feeling that all four of you are. Mm-hmm. But the next morning comes. What do you do? Uh, well, we slept, and now we can go kill all the things in here uh, for revenge for Astrid. Oh, I feel horrible. Oh, what's wrong? Oh, I just, uh, I, I, um, I feel very, very, that, that dog bit me. I think it's called blood fire fever. And, uh, yeah, I don't feel very good. Could I, uh, is, is there anything like a knowledge or anything I could roll knowing that name to see if there's something else that could help? Um, you could roll, let's see. Do, do, do. Roll a knowledge dungeoneering, I believe. Okay. I have a special ability that I didn't realize before um, that lets me, once per day, I can take a 20 on a knowledge skill check as a standard action. Nice. I do that here with my lore master. Yes, you can. Um, You don't really find anything that could help. Um, but you do know that trolls and troll hounds are immune to it, even though troll hounds can pass it. Um, you know that to fully get rid of this disease, it would take two saves, two days of really feeling better. Um, but other than that, there's not much you can do for him at this point. He's going to feel pretty bad until he can pull through. Yeah, and just mechanically speaking, I have uh, I have cast all three uses of my, or I cast two my two uses of my third level spell, and then used a scroll, and then I used two uses of a second level spell of Lesser Restoration, so that all that I am right now is fatigued, and yet it's still like that's a big chunk of my spell list, um, but also like fatigued means I can't I can't do my grappling things. So I mean we can go forward and do things, but you know you're looking at a chip who is very even though he's not sick anymore, he just feels it. Real quick, I do want to shout out Delirious2019 gifted a sub to Savage Clint. Thank Ooh. you. Hi, Savage Clint. <laughs> Thanks for being here. All right. Uh, well, I mean, I suppose what we need to do is just be real smart about how we uh, get rid of everyone else in this building yeah 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 we can we can we can still make things happen right 
who has a smart idea? Oh, what if we burned it down? Oh, we can't do that. There are people in here we have to save, okay? Well, that that's off the list, so. Um, hmm. Oh, what if we did something to draw everybody out? And then we, uh, like, uh, found a location where they could only go, like, one at a time, and we just pick them off as they come out. Soraya's going to stand up. And she's going to be like packing up the last of her things and putting, putting her notebook back in her satchel. No, we go forward and we finish this. The best thing we have on our side is the element of surprise. We must continue on, not just for ourselves or for Astrid, but for the world. We cannot cause any distractions. We have to go. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. I'm scared. I don't want to lose anyone else. But we're here and we have to go. I mean, I agree if there's a different plan to keep anybody else from dying i'm just afraid if chip doesn't feel very good and then there's the three of us and then there's a bunch of dragons and witches and who knows what else on the next three floors i just want to be smart i don't know what is smart in this situation i don't think we have a lot of options I mm. I don't know. We can't go back. Look! She pulls out from her bag the, the sign with their face. They're looking for us. They want to find us. We can't go back out there. And only some of us are able to hide. I, I don't think we can stay here. But perhaps... If we can just continue up to the other floor, maybe we can rest the night there. Zarea's right. We just, at this point, we have to keep going forward. And hey, you know, uh, we'll be fine. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> just might take a couple more of these scrolls that uh that are around here, you know, just just in case. So Chip yeah. will pull out a Chip will pull out a couple of the scrolls that uh are in like the cure moderate wounds and the the scroll of dispel magic and all of that jazz to kind of prepare prepare what he can do today. Sure. You do all of your preparations, take care of everything. Where do you go? Time to go up, right? Right. Uh, Miyuki, maybe you wanna. Well, Ew, since now, since you're uh, since you're the one that really is uh 
gonna get up in people's faces. Maybe you wanna eat that other stone. Oh. Uh. Okay. Sure. I will do that. And you watch as Miyuki swallows the other steadfast gut stone. It doesn't seem like she should really be able to fit this rock in her mouth. (laughs) But somehow, it's not that bad. I mean, I feel a little fuller now, so... (laughs) (laughs) So Raya's going to go out into that hallway and go up to the door that uh, Chip had previously told them that it sounded like there were stairs. And she's just going to open the door. Yeah. Just swinging the door wide open. And sure enough, there are stairs headed up. All right. <laughs> up we go. Yeah. We go up. Heading up the stairs, you find yourself in an upstairs uh, landing, facing a door. Perception check at the door. Okay. Remember, minus five. Well, that's a 19 plus 10, so 29 minus five, 24. 24. You hear like a rattling, a rattle. No, maybe it was just something falling. You're, you aren't really able to figure out what sound you heard, but you heard something. There's something in here. Oh, okay. Uh, Black. Big something, maybe, or, or small something? Um, just, like, something. Does anyone have the w- have right. a way of locking the door from the outside? Oh, um, no, but I could, uh, I could try and see what's in there. You can try. Um, so Chip will use his uh, ability. He, he gets down on the floor and he starts just tapping away, uh, trying to listen for any vibrations in the ground. And as you sit there listening to these echoes, these vibrations, all you really sense past this door is a very narrow room uh, and some boxes and barrels, maybe. Okay. There's nothing on the floor, maybe some boxes and barrels, but... I'll go. And uh, Chip will open the door quietly. Are you doing stealthily? Yeah. 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 A minus three to stealth. All right. So that's a zero. 
chip like oh, full... Ben, you had an auto succeed. I'd like to use my auto succeed. <laughs> I would uh, I would appreciate it if I could use an auto succeed. <laughs> I have it. I would like to use it. Maybe please. if you bought her flowers sometimes. <gasps> Katie, why would Katie? <laughs> Wowza. Gotta earn it, man. Katie! You guys <laughs> have been through a lot tonight. I'll let you use your auto succeed. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> and By the way, Delirious the gave you an auto succeed, Jamie. So. Yes. Thank you, Delirious. Uh, Indeed, you see several boxes and barrels are stacked waist high at the end of this broad hallway. Uh, it appears to be sacks of bone meal, barrels of pickled fish, even some produce like potatoes and onions. You also see a set of double doors to your right and left, the east and west, about halfway down this hallway. And these stairs keep going up, correct? They do. Well, I don't like that. Let me double check that for you. Yeah, they do continue up. Well, should we head in? Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> okay, as Jim would say, and uh, <laughs> Chip will step into the room. He will use his door sight ability again, pounding on the ground, trying to listen uh, past the door, uh, making minor taps in the ground to hear what is to the west. The west. As you sit there waiting for these vibrations to come back to you. Uh Uh-oh. You get the feeling that this is some type of kitchen. Uh, You get a feeling of some tables, uh, an an iron stove, a giant pot, uh, like a cauldron. But you don't feel any creature on the other side of the store. Am I the only one in this hallway? Mm -mm. (laughs) Apparently you are. Sorry is with you. Uh, uh, he'll do the same thing on the other side. On the other side, you wait for these reverberations coming back. You get the sense that this is a fairly small room. You feel a table, uh, some type of chair, a basket. Otherwise, it's an empty room. Okay. Um... All right. Uh, he'll gesture to the east and say, you know, let's, let's try this one first. Uh, and he'll open the door. You open the door to the east. Inside, this is a sitting room, which contains a table in the northeast corner on which rests an attractive... Sorry, I had to make sure I was on the right page. (laughs) Uh, 
contains a table in the northeast corner on which rests an attractive glass oil lamp atop a dolly. A rocking chair sits in the southwest corner next to a basket containing yarn, knitting needles, and a half-completed mitten. The room is otherwise empty. You notice there are three doors, one in front of you and one to either side. Seems very granny-esque area around here, and I don't like it. Uh, all right, uh, go in and just start working our way around. Does that, does that sound good? Yeah. I do have one possible suggestion, Chip. Yeah. If you think there's no danger behind us through that other doorway in the hall, perhaps, uh, we could use that as a fallback area if we have to. Things get really tight around here. We want to have lots of room to move around in. I like that idea, Skessling. Why don't we open it up and check it out? So that door that uh, Chip had described as possibly a kitchen area, I will go ahead and open. And it is indeed a kitchen. Oh, boy. Three tables occupy the northern half of this room. A five-foot square extrusion with a small access door on its western face runs from floor to ceiling just south of the eastern doors. A gigantic cast-iron cauldron stands in the southeast corner with wood stacked beneath it. A large iron stove with twin flue pipes running into the walls dominates the southwest corner. Okay. I'm going to have the zombies walk into there, sort of like take up a position and leave them there. Um, noticing that there's really only one other door in this room, uh, I think I think I'd like to clear it. Sure. Before we, we do whole... that, Gesslin, everybody yeah. needs to hold where they are on the map. Okay. As you enter the room, you start to hear metal ripping, and you turn around to see this oven ripping itself off of the wall. No. And lurching forward to slam your zombie, I guess, because it's the closest thing there. We're going to roll initiative. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. boy. 19. Give me just one second. Do you guys remember when we were having so much fun? We 19 like, for Can we Soraya. go back to the bar? Happy that go was, lucky. It was so much more fun when we were at the bar. 19 for Soraya. Who else? 18. 18 for Miyuki. I also had 19 and I add 5 to initiative. All right, Chip. 7. 7. Well... Sadly, for you, not for me, this stove, this iron stove, rips itself off of the wall as a surprise round. Skeslin, you turn around and get the first action. What would you like to do? Uh, Order the zombie troll to smash the damn stove. Probably feeling more exasperated than than alarmed or angry. Like serious. Okay, the sto- kill the stove. Fine. 
Uh, and I'll have the, the troll swing down with its giant battle axe, which I assume that's what it was armed with, yes? Yes. All right, battle axe coming in. Uh, 15. 15 does not hit. Does not hit. Okay, that's not that my favorite thing to hear, but uh, luckily I have more zombies. Uh, the Wickowack zombie is actually just going to. Let's see. He's going to just shuffle uh, a little bit. Not get busy. You know, he's just shuffling. He shuffles a little bit just to get into a better position. And then I personally will also shuffle this box that is there. There is a box in the corner of the room. Is that something that I could just like stand on? Sure. All right, fine. I'll get up on top of the box so I have a clear line of sight. And I will fire an elemental ray at the oven. Against touch AC, that is 16. Against touch AC, that hits. Nice. Excellent. Uh, Six points of cold damage. Six points of cold damage. All right. That is that is all, all of your? I can do. We move all on my fun things. to Soraya. I'm only going to take a move action and move next to Skeslin. So you just run into this room, into the far corner, away from this moving stove. All right. If that's all you want to do. Yeah, I feel like she was a little too far outside of the room to really understand what's going on uh, and also has very tall people in front of her. Uh, so I think she was just heard commotion and went over to Skeslin. Absolutely. Miyuki. Okay. Uh, looking at this oven, well, I, I hear the commotion and I, I want to go into the room. Uh, but before I decide quite what I do, looking at this oven, can I get a sense of like what its fuel source is? Sure. Um, you could roll a knowledge religion as well. Okie dokie. A knowledge religion. Interesting. Huh. Uh... Wow. Um, so that's a 10. You're not sure, but looking at it, you're, you do know that the, the wood inside of it, as it like opens its front door, 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 as it opens its front door, you can see like the, the logs inside of it providing the heat and the, the fuel for it. So what if I were to use swipe to try and take it's fuel. Would it work that way? <laughs> First of all, because uh, I think I could. I mean, it would be in my hands, so that would be bad news. But my goal would be right. to drop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> roll. No, because you rolled the religion. So you could you could attempt to swipe some of the wood, yeah. Um. Okay, why not? Let's try it. 
Um, uh, so I will move, um, if I moved here, or do I need to go, like, over here? Where's here? Oh, sorry. I always think you guys can see me when I'm holding it. There, or I'm trying to figure out if it's over here. So you, and, and, and by be... there and here, I mean by the water and the table. <laughs> So closer or like putting the troll in between you two. Uh, uh-huh. I think if you want to be on the other side of the troll, mm, it might be a little hard for you to see from there. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Could I move over to the, the this corner on the west wall? Yes, going okay. straight against the wall by the wickawack. Absolutely. Oh, I, I, um, I, I will do this. Are you uh, using the spell swipe? That is what I'm trying to do, yep. Yeah. You can actually choose whether it teleports into your hand or rests at your feet. You don't have to be holding it. I like this better. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to the right page. Finding all the pages. Okay. Uh, oh. It says it's instantaneous. Oh, CMB check. CMB. All right. But you add your caster level and your charisma modifier to the to the roll. Yes. Okay. CMB is. I see CM. I see CM. So the the way this is, it's a CMB check, but it's modified because it's a spell CMB check. It's a little different. So what'd you get on the die? Okay. So I roll a die. We're all learning. Roll a d20. You guys are excited (laughs) to learn. Uh, Okay, I got a five, which sounds good. Oh no, okay, so your caster level is five, so it becomes a 10. And then what's your charisma modifier? My charisma modifier is plus four. So it's a 14 total. I got a 14. Thank 14, you. and you're like, your magic reaches out, almost like this, the extension of your fingers reaches out forward into this oven and goes to grab these logs and misses. <sighs> Oh, it's a great setup. Not a good, not a good punch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's my turn, and now there's a living creature in front of me, and close enough to me that ah, uh, my little oven, the gobbler, is gonna take a little scoochy scooch forward to Miyuki. No, and attempt a bite. Oh, this really? sounds um, this sounds like if she succeeds on her bite, a worse thing will very quickly happen to you. Yep. 26 <laughs> to bite oh, you. Oh, boy. So now a worse thing happens to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that would bite me, I, be- I do believe. You're going to take 12 points of damage from the bite. And as it clamps the door and the top of the oven onto you, it attempts to grab you. Mm-hmm. You're about to be swallowed whole by a stove. With a natural Miyuki. 20. Natural oh. 20 on the grab. Jeez, Jamie. Uh, total of the CMB is a 31. Oh, boy. Now, oh. just from the other GMs at the table, if I happen to have swallow whole, do I need to wait until next turn? You do. Uh, it is... It is a next turn thing, but uh, usually well, it'll say in the thing, like it'll say. So, sometimes it'll be like, and just swallows them. 
Yeah, um, but usually but, it'll say if if a if a creature is grabbed, you can swallow it whole. No, oh, no. I guess I get to swallow whole on this turn. Oh, oh neat. that boy. Well, Miyuki, you're going to take a little bit more damage. Uh-huh, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I did swallow that stone. What does that do for me? Nothing here. <laughs> you take five points of fire damage as okay. you are swallowed whole by the gobbler. No! We'll just move right the, along. The swallow whole universal monster rules say if a creature with this special attack begins its turn with opponent grappled in its mouth, it attempts a new combat maneuver, and then if that succeeds, swallows whole. So it actually would have to wait until its next turn. Oh, Fine, I'll wait. Thank goodness. Yes. Okay, Chip, what are you going to do about it? Well, uh, since it's grappled... Um, grappled it for you. I'm gonna go grapple the grappler. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, so now I, um, because I am fatigued, you know, it's it's become a lot harder to grapple. Right, 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 right. Um, but he is he's going to do this uh, to try and rip uh, rip Miyuki out of there. Please be good. Nine. You know, surprisingly, that's not going to do it. You just, like, go for the pipes that were connected to the wall. But these are, you notice now, these are, like, spewing smoke into the room at this point. I should have uh, taken fire belly today. Okay, sorry. All right. Back to the top of initiative order. Skeslin, you're watching this all go down from the back corner. What do you do? Sure. Um... Well, I'll I'll take a step forward to climb up on the table that is in front of me to get a better a better angle at all this nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah. While yeah. still screaming at the zombies to smash the damn stove. Uh, so the troll better this time with a dirty twenty to hit. That will hit. All right, the troll slams down with the battle axe, dealing damage that I wish was better. Uh, that oh. is going to be nine points of damage. Nine from points. The ice troll. You watch as this battle axe comes down and almost like glints off one of the decorative edges and doesn't really seem to do anything to this oven. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. Gotta keep going. Gotta keep smashing. Uh, the Wickowack zombie is going to do not very good with a 10 total, so. Nope. Not gonna do it. Uh, but I will fire another elemental ray. Probably pretty smart. Uh, and that against touch AC is going to be 22. Oh yeah, yeah, that hits. So we're talking about, oh, that is a leaner. We're talking about four points of cold damage. Four points of cold. That's all I can do. Wall right. We move on to Soraya. I'm just gonna cast Cure Light Wounds on Miyuki. <laughs> just try to keep her alive for as long as I can. Oh. What is the range on Cure Light Wounds? 30. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you're gonna get... Oh, I rolled an eight. Eight plus five. Woo! 13. Thank you. 
Well, oh, wow. points. That's more than I needed, so thank you. <laughs> you got it, um, and that's it. <laughs> Miyuki, it is your turn. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so I have a flask of, uh, let me find it, a flask of liquid ice. If I wanted to, like, pop it open and pour it in here, could I do that without killing myself? You're currently grappled. <laughs> so yes. you wouldn't be getting out of its grapple, but you could right. one grab hand. the flask and like throw it in. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to do that. So you grab it just for crits and giggles. Roll me a d20 as long as it is not a natural one. It's a four. <laughs> okay. Jeez, that was it so goes... Cool. Not in. Um, I know I said not a natural one. Wait, 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 wait. I have a an auto succeed. Can I use that for this? No. No. Is it considered but, an attack. Okay. Hold on. Was the, the four on your die, or did you add your ranged attack to that? Oh no, the four was just on my die. Did not add a ranged attack. Um, add your ranged attack, because that'll help quite a bit. Give me the right page. Okay. Uh, that is a, wait, where did, oh my gosh, sorry, finding things on this Shooting page. with your bow, what, what do you Shooting add? Shooting with my bow is just a plus one. So that makes you, your five. total of five. Right. Which is just enough. Roll that damage. Okay. Against touch AC? Wow. Oh, against touch. Should That's be. not enough. Yeah. Uh, well, no, if I use two edges, now is it enough? It is grappled. It is and enough. I... Duh. <laughs> it is enough. Okay. Um, the damage for this one is... 1d6. 1d6 points. Okay. I got to roll the best d6. This one's yeah. good. Okay, it gave me a three. So three plus one, I believe. It's just three right. points of damage. It's just three. It's just three, three? It's just three points of cold damage. But it's damage. ice damage, and clearly fire hates ice, so. Yep. Yep. Well, you watch as you throw this thing at like the semi-open mouth of this oven, and it actually puts out a little bit of the fire in there. So, wow. good job. This seems good. It is the gobbler's turn, however, and it is going to swallow you whole. Miyuki just takes Yawn in and says, yum, yum. I mean, it doesn't talk, but you take five points of fire damage as you are swallowed whole into this oven. Neat. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> Chip. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Uh, Chip will shift uh, to get into a flanking position with the stupid bugbear that killed Astrid. Uh, and he'll try to like grab this thing again and, and rip its front door open. Sure. <sighs> Go ahead, Jamie. To the next person. 
Why? What was it? There's a four on the die. Wowza. Yeah. Why we'll have you betrayed me so? We'll move right along to Skeslin. Skeslin, what are you and your small army going to do? The same thing that, that we keep trying to do unsuccessfully each time. First, <laughs> the ice troll will smash. Smash, ice troll, smash. Uh, <laughs> doing pretty good, ice troll. Good job, ice troll. Uh, with a, like, 29 to hit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cracking into this thing. Dealing good, solid damage, too. Uh, 15 points of damage. This time you see the troll actually connects and dents into one of the legs of this oven. Sure. Gotta be doing something. And then the Wickawack, the worst creature, is now getting a flanking bonus. Isn't that fun? Yeah, you're welcome. Yay! It's gonna whip that. Oh, he does good, too. He's looking at a dirty 20 to hit. Yeah, that hits. I'm so angry that I helped this stupid thing. Ogre hook. Uh, But he deals four points of damage. Four points. It just glints off one of the, like, claw feet. Sorry, actually, technically, it was six points of damage. My bad. I, I, uh, I... Misremembered, it but six slightly points. more glint. Very off. tiny. I'm, sh- I'm sure that it has DR5 and dealt one point of damage. <laughs> I'm fairly oh, certain. <laughs> we will move on to Soraya. Soraya, what do you want to do? I haven't fired my elemental. Ray oh my yet, goodness. Though. I don't want you <laughs> to. I have more actions to take, over. Jamie. I don't want you to take them. What, what Jim? Against the touch AC, I hit an armor class of 14. Yes. Good. <laughs> I regret wearing this shirt. Three points of cold damage. Now you uh, Now it's Soraya's turn. <laughs> Soraya, what are you going to do? In the bottom right-hand corner of the map, there seems to be a round object that mm-hmm. maybe looks to be filled with water. What is that? That is a cauldron, it looks like, and it is filled with water. How... Heavy would that cauldron be? Oh, pretty heavy. It is a gigantic cauldron. It's like mm, 10 feet, not quite 10 feet. It's probably like six feet across. Like a witch's cauldron. Right. Uh, Are there any, are there any like bowls or cups or anything like that around this room? You don't really see anything like that in this room. You saw some downstairs in the mess hall, but doesn't appear like anything made its way back up here. All right, well then in that case, I'm just going to cast a firebolt at this oven. Okay, a firebolt, huh? (coughs) Wait, excuse me. Mm, Can you confuse an inanimate object? Well, I guess it's animated now. But can you confuse an, uh, something that doesn't have a mind? Do you want to roll a knowledge check? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, roll me a knowledge arcana. Well, maybe I don't want to roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, shoot, I had an idea, and then it was foiled. So, um, how's Miyuki looking? Um... Not bad, for now. (laughs) All you can see of her is from the glass window in the front of the door of the stove. Great. Um, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold. Holding. Miyuki, it is your turn. You have been swallowed 
hole. The uh, only way to get out of a swallowed hole position uh, is to cut your way out. Oh, what if I use the spell open close? Would I be able to do that? Oh, very interesting. You think it has a possibility of working? Do you have knowledge arcana? Knowledge arcana. She got knowledge everything. Uh, yeah, I have not. Oh, well, I do. Yes. Uh, that's a 16. 16. Mm. You would think that whatever this is, isn't just a a door you can open easily, like with that spell. It This is something magical and beyond open-close. Okay. Okay, then I will... I will try to attack this uh, uh, stove from the inside with my bladed belt. All right. <laughs> Oh, that's cocked. Again, neat. I rolled a one. Um, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. How is this oh, happening? One. Yeah. A natural one. Uh, you attempt to take a swipe at the inside of this oven, but you actually catch one of your sleeves and burn it a little more. You're going to take two points of fire damage from that. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, we'll move on to my turn, and the gobbler's pretty happy right now, so you're gonna take a little more damage from being inside. One point of fire damage. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's all the gobbler really wants to do is find somebody and eat it. Don't say stuff like that. Well, what are you gonna do? Chip's gonna do the same Daggum thing that he's been trying to do this entire time because none of his spells are good for this. So he's going to try and just wrestle this thing open to try and allow Miyuki to get out. Um, So, 15. You're trying to get a hold of this thing. I'm sorry, 17. But the smoke blowing into your face that is now beginning to fill up the room is too much for you to handle. You don't get a good grip on it. Soraya, unless you want to act, we're going to go back to the top of the round. Okay. Go for it. Skeslin. I guess. uh, You know, I I saw Soraya looking over at that cauldron and I'm actually think that's not a bad idea. And while I and Saray and I might be not quite strong enough to grab it, uh, a giant ice troll with a strength of 21 might just be able to reach over, grab the cauldron, and upend it right over the stupid oven. That's what I might think. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to make it do. <laughs> All right. So your ice troll goes and grabs this cauldron and... Uh, walks back over to the stove and dumps the water on it. Roll me a d6. Sure. Why not? Uh, five. And you see a little bit of the fire start to go out. 
but not a whole lot. Five. What else do you want to do? Uh, Wicked Whack will do his thing because he's just on autopilot at this point, just smashing this thing. Yeah. Uh, he's going to hit for sure. Uh, does he deal any damage? That's the incredibly important question we can ask ourselves. Nope. Uh, with a total of five points, which I'm sure. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So he's just the worst. Uh, It's the smoke that starts to fill this room that's all of a sudden starting to take an effect on the people in it. I will actually, from where I am, because I'm kind of up over everybody's head on the table, so I'll actually just angle a uh, cone, 15-foot cone at this thing over the the Wicked Wax head. Sure. uh, And have you roll a reflex save. Oh, boy from my poor stove. Yeah, 17. Poor stove. 17 is a failure. Oh. Which is super exciting as a icy blast of freezing energy comes spewing out from my hands. Nice. And you will take six plus 10, or sorry, total of uh, um, 10 so far, plus oh, 14 points of cold damage. 14. That's all all I can do. And all of a sudden, this stove like slumps over its little knobby knees and its mouth flies open as it stops moving. (gasps) (laughs) Here, uh, Miyuki, come over here. And uh, he'll (laughs) tap Miyuki with the wand until she is healed up 100%. How many hit points were you down, Miyuki? Seven. Seven. Okay. Not the worst. (sighs) That was weird. (laughs) You do notice that still... Smoke is spewing into this room. Uh, I need everybody to make a fortitude save. Ugh. Ten. Ten. Um, Twenty-two. I shall use my auto-succeed. I thought I only said on skills. Did I say? You might have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, only skills. Megan's got... trying to pull one over your head, Jamie. Not intentionally. Then I got a four. <laughs> four. What about Skesslin? Thirteen. Thirteen. Chip, Skesslin, and Miyuki, you... Like, the smoke starts to take over the room and you begin choking and coughing we need to work in rounds what do you do (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, getting out of the room for sure so yeah are there are there any windows in this room it appears as if there are four windows in this room uh two to the west two to the south but they have been boarded over 
This is the worst house. I have never been in a worse house in my life. It's a clock tower, Jim. Like this is not like what a what a weird clock tower. Okie dokie. You the weirdest place. Clock tower, but it's also like a garrison. Uh, I mean, well, I, I, worst. I think we try to get out. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. nothing else Mostly. to do at that point because there's too yeah. much smoke in the room. Can I open the door that's right in front of me? No. Yes. Yeah, do it. Do Stealthfully. it. Stealthfully. Roll I me that roll stealth, stealth check. Here comes. 18 two. on the die. 22. 22. Inside this room. There are crates and barrels filling this storeroom, and a rack hangs on the eastern wall, dangling with kitchen equipment and utensils, above a shelf covered in small glass containers. Shallow laundry basins, stained a rusty brown inside, sit in the southeast corner. A faint, sickly sweet odor hangs in the air. Uh, uh, do the windows also look boarded up in here? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Damien, what would it take to uh, unboard those windows? Like, I'm right there. Can I rip them off there? Can I rip them out of there and open up the window? Yeah, give me a good old strength check. Great. <clears throat> I can oh, eat him. <laughs> finally a good roll. Uh, and I'm just doing the one closest to me. Yeah. Uh, that's a 15 on the die, but I'm fatigued. So that's going to be a 17. 17. You're able to get like one of the bigger boards off of this window and you see smoke start to like flow out onto the street. All right. What do you uh, do? Uh, I mean, is that window like open now you would say? That one would be considered open. Yes. And you can see that even with that, the amount of smoke in the room is considerably less, especially because that is the window next to the flues that are still attached to the wall. Well, he'll shift over to this other one and do the same thing over there. That's right in the corner with the uh, where the creature was. Yeah. Give me a quick strength check. Uh, that's going to be a 16. Yeah, you're able to open both of those windows. The smoke seems to be thinning out a little bit. This place is the worst. <laughs> I think that might be an understatement. We should keep moving. Yeah. Soraya's gonna go back out to this main hallway and wait for the rest of the group. I'll come too. Y'all are the least lootinous party I've ever met. I was gonna say loot the room, but- uh, ruin? She doesn't care. I'll look around. Chip will look around. Chip takes a look around. Uh, In the kitchen, you- Take a look at this cauldron, and it looks pretty fancy. Yeah. Uh, In the pantry, really, there's nothing of note in here besides those laundry basins. And then a glint of a small container, one of those glass, like, jars on the um, shelf catches your eye. Oh, uh, detect magic? You detect magic on the small container, yes, in the pantry. I 
what kind of magic is it while what I am spell crafting it? Natural 20 on the spell craft. That would be a 28. 28. You 25, this- I'm sorry. 25. 25. You recognize this as necromancy. And you pull down this little container and you see two blood red crystal lenses. And you know these to be death watch eyes. And you notice on the side of the jar, it's labeled MM for the Yuki meter. What do death watch eyes do? The wearer gains the constant effects of the death watch spell. So you basically know if, if you can look at a creature and say it's healthy, it's undead, it is a construct, it is fragile, it is ni- nearly dead. There, There's like a list of different, you can see basically how close it is to death. Yeah, it's really actually an incredibly useful spell. Uh, I would imagine that we hit that Muki meter thanks to the Wild Fairy gifting 10 subs. Just oh. oh my goodness, Ooh. thank you Make Wild Ferret. Uh, Jamie, are these things that, like, always can be used, or, like... They're, like, contact lenses, basically, but they are blood red. Oh, that's gross. Oh, they're so cool. That's creepy. (laughs) You're not gonna wear them. I'm gonna wear them. (laughs) It does, like, Chip thinks about it real fast, but... And it's very useful for Chip, but it just doesn't seem like a Chip thing. Yeah. I'll let Skesslin wear them. Yeah, I'll let Skesslin wear them. Oh, yeah, like Matt. Oh, and were you so going to cool. take a look at the uh, <laughs> the cauldron or no? Yeah, I'll look at the cauldron too. Um, I'm assuming it's got necromancy on it as well. It does not. Oh, how interesting. But Transmutation. Then I, oh, well, I rolled a, uh, a total of a seven for my spellcraft. Hey, did you all want to check this out? It's magical. OPS Kisslin, here's some contact lenses so that you can tell when anything's close to dead. Oh. Sounds good. <sighs> Soraya will sigh and she'll go in and she'll look at the cauldron. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to be much better than that. 12. Well, I don't think that's. Nope, that is not going to do. All right. All right. <laughs> I will step into the room. Just my fancy new ruby red glasses. Oh, they're creepy. You're creepy. You are a creepy, creepy character. And I will automatically <laughs> succeed on my spellcraft. Oh, check. yeah. Oh, Jim's <laughs> so smart. Kesslin, you recognize this as a cauldron of brewing. Uh, it looks like a fine cooking pot with four stout legs. It's capable of heating any liquid placed in it to a precise temperature. Uh, anywhere from above room temperature to hot enough to boil salt water and maintaining it indefinitely while only slightly warm to the touch on the outside. It also provides a plus five competence bonus on craft alchemy skill checks. Oh, oh, isn't that nice? If anybody wants soup, a hot soup forever, this is your cauldron. (laughs) I mean, that's not a thing, I guess. It's actually kind of one of those things that if you live in a world of magic, would be one of the greatest things to have, but no adventurers really carry them around, you know? Right. Well, maybe we should be the first. 
Uh, Chip, real quick, yeah. make me a perception check while you were looking in the pantry. Uh, 24. Now you're like, what is with you? Hmm. Remember I mentioned those laundry basins yeah. uh, that were stained brown? Yeah, are they like really cool laundry basins? You start looking over there in that corner and you notice there are hooks above them in the ceiling. Like things were hung up there? Yes, and they're not dainty hooks. I won't, like, I'll just kind of keep that information to myself. It doesn't seem like something that... It doesn't seem like what we've went through yesterday, it would be like a very, we already know that they're gross. We already know that they're doing terrible things. We don't, the rest of the party doesn't need to do, know that they're doing more. So he'll keep that. All right, uh, go. are we ready? I'm sorry, I, I, I just wanted to make sure we could understand where we're at a little bit better. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. We'll open the door. And then we'll go into this room. You re-enter the sitting room. There are three doors. One to the north, one to the east, one to the south. Um... I mean, it, it makes sense. Uh, Chip will put his ear at the basin of, or at the base of each door, and and do his tapping shtick, and try and echolocate and see what's uh, what's beyond it. Sure. Which door do you start with? Start with the one that is to the south, the one that to closest the to south. right now. You start tapping on the floor. You get the feeling of a, a medium-sized room for this clock tower. Uh, there is a bed, two tables, a desk, a chair, a dresser. And you feel like a stack of toys and That's two creepy. feet. Uh, so, uh, uh, he'll say, a stack of toys and two feet in this room. Uh, and he's going to go then to the one to the east, to this kind of thinner door and very lightly tap. You feel, um, what feels like a wash closet there. It seems to be a, a bath and a privy. There's a bathroom. Anybody, anybody got to go? I mean, is it, I mean, if you got to, it's right there, so. Uh, and he'll go to the one to the north. To the north. You feel strewn all over the floor of this room are toys, blocks, dolls, uh, small tables and chairs, uh, a small cot and two small feet. 
two small feet. This might be where uh, they they were looking for uh, Inga. This might be Inga in here. Maybe we should go deal with the problem and then come back and get Inga. The feet are, okay. Because for a second, you saying feet, I was like, are they still attached? I don't know what to expect in this uh, place. So, yeah. That's a fair question. (sighs) All right. Well, then I'll step up and... uh... I actually just want to do a perception check on the door to the south. Uh, I'm not really trying to listen through it, so. Sure. Remember, uh, oh, you're just looking at it. Yeah, looking at it. Gotcha, Jamie. Gotcha. Um, That is a 15. 15. Uh, You take a look at this door. Here's like a normal door. However, you like slide your finger over the door handle and it is definitely locked. Definitely locked? Cool. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I crack my knuckles like, oh, I've been waiting to tackle this. You know, I've been studying locks a little bit and I think I found a way. I see I can manipulate things, you know, with my magic. And I thought that, that well, it doesn't matter. Just watch this, everyone. Uh, and I will cast knock. Focusing on the door, trying to unlock it with my mind. Tell me what that does. Uh, Basically, I make a check, and uh, it is based, uh, the DC of the check is based on the quality of the lock. Simple locks are DC 20, average are DC 25, good are DC 30, amazing locks are DC 40, which I couldn't possibly do at this level. So, I focus, and I try to remove the lock with my mind. Uh, it is a 32. Oh, I couldn't possibly do 40. I couldn't. So I did roll a 17 on the die. <laughs> you hear a small click. Now I wasn't I... as visually impressive as some of my more, uh, you know, evocation spells, but just know that I unlocked the door with my mind, so that's great. Amazing. Proud of you too. Proud of you. Then I will open the door. (laughs) You open the door. The walls of this cozy bedroom are painted powder blue. A bed occupies the east side of the room, its headboard pushed against the wall with a nightstand on either side. A desk and chair sit next to the south wall. A dresser with a large mirror above it is pushed against the west wall. A curtain rod is affixed above the mirror with curtains pulled away to either side. And you open this door and you see something you may have never seen before, Skeslin. A pile of toys and gears with a cracked porcelain doll's head staring at you from the far southeast corner. Sure. The most important question that we need to ask ourselves, since I now have a constant, or I can see, uh, use Death Watch constantly, is I would know if any of these objects are constructs, undead, or living creatures. Sure, this 
little doll-headed thing is undead. Oh, oh, good. Time to kill it. <laughs> I, I immediately begin casting an offensive spell, so you tell me when it's time to roll initiative. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to roll initiative now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we should probably do that. <laughs> Finally! Nine. Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen. Eight. Eleven. Eleven. And then a mine. Let's see. Now, Jamie, I see two things on this board, but you seem to only have described one. You haven't entered the room. You don't have line of sight. I don't you wanna. just calm down. I don't want to <laughs> enter the room. Well, don't then. See what happens. All right. Skesslin, I'll let you get off the surprise round because oh, nice. you see it and you're like, I kill it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I cast Fiery Shuriken and fire all three Shuriken as part of casting the spell at this creature. Oh, boy. Uh, so there's three touch attacks. Uh, the first one will hit armor class 12. Armor class 12, flat-footed, yeah. That, flat-footed and touch, so. That hits. Uh, the second one is uh, a 13, so that's one better, so that'll do it. Yeah. The third one will hit, oh, that's 16 on the die, so that's going to be 3d8 points of fire damage. Gross. Yeah. Uh, that is three plus two plus eight. Ooh, nice. So five plus eight is 13 points of fire damage. And that is, that was just a standard action. So that's a surprise. That's a legal surprise round. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go to the top of the round. Chip, you see, Skeslin's just in a mood today, apparently. He's just like... Nope. Uh, what do you do? But most importantly, does he tell me that it's undead? No, I don't think I actually said anything. I just immediately, I just noticed it. And I didn't even think to say anything. I was just like, oh, a thing and started blasting. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, Chip will. Uh, okay, Chip will cast a little spell on himself, and uh, he'll he'll tap on the keg and just throw up some of the spirits into the air, and then all of a sudden, these uh, this magical rapier starts floating around him uh, as he casts uh, hedging weapons. Ooh, uh, nice! So he's got a he's got a magical rapier floating around him, and he will step into the room, into the far corner, deep down to the south. West. All right. You now have sight on the second person in this room. I'll give you a close up because uh, she's pretty cool. This is who you see hiding behind the door. Oh, boy, that is a nasty old witch. This is the woman you see, uh, a crouched old woman with rags hanging off of her her like shawl has finger bones as the the um tassels off of it she's got a big hoop of keys at her hip she's holding a cane she has a little mouse on her shoulder the other creature that i'm showing you right now is actually what um the general 
creature would look like of the other one that's in the corner that looks with the porcelain doll head. Yeah, Normally, yeah. it's bones and a, a fox skull, uh, but this one has a porcelain doll head. Gross. Yeah, it is. It is gross. Okay, and I've just walked into the middle of it. Yay! Mm-hmm. Well, this little doll head turns to you, Chip, and this creature steps up to you Bang. and reaches out almost like it's going to like grab your finger, hold your hand, and as it does, I need a will save. Okay. Um, all right. 17. 17. As it touches your hand, you feel like your your throat closes up a little bit. You're able to breathe, but you can't make any noise. Mechanically, this creature has stolen your voice. Any spells that require a somatic component, you can no longer cast. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Eslin, what do you do? We got into my turn. I thought I rolled crappy initiative. Um, Well, a lot of people rolled crappier than you. Oh, well, I like... That doesn't seem good. Um, So, uh, I guess uh, I will. I mean, I I shot it, and that's what I do. I shoot shoot and I charge. So I go charge it in and cast Shocking Grasp. Shocking Grasp, all right. Uh, Reaching out, hands wreathed in electrical energy. That is a... 21 against touching C hit. Yeah, roll damage. Ah, uh, that's good. 16 plus 21 points of electricity damage. Wow. Jeez. Is that all you would like to do? Your two zombies are still in the other room. Uh, yeah, I left them in the uh, in the kitchens uh, intentionally, and so they will they will remain there. Uh, I have nothing for them at this time. Soraya, what do you do? I can I see kind of what's happening in here. You can see Skeslin and Chip and this small amalgamation of toys. Okay, I'm gonna cast. Produce flame upon the toys, if I can. Sure. Um, okay, sorry. That's gonna be... um, 16 to hit. 16 touch? Yes. Yeah, that hits. Sweet. It's gonna be... Four plus five, nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. And Skeslin, you're looking at this thing and it, it doesn't look good. Uh, Miyuki. 
so from this this point, could I see this woman or is she too much up against the wall? You can see like her shoulder. Skesslin opened the door into the room and she's been hiding behind this door, but you can kind of see her now. Okay. Um, then I want to go, I don't know if I could try to surprise her somehow, but like essentially put my bladed belt up against her throat to see if I can um, intimidate her in case she's casting any spells to get her to stop. Can I do something like that? Sure. Uh, Roll an intimidation check. Okay. That is uh, an 18. 18. I'm sorry, 16. 16. 16. Hmm. Interesting. All right. And you see this woman, like, look at your sword. Would you like to do anything else or see what happens first? Uh, I'll see what happens first, but I do uh, have the full intention of stabbing if it seems like I need to. (laughs) Sure. This woman looks at your sword and just kind of looks up at you, Miyuki, and lifts it away from herself, like moves it out of the way as she takes a step into the doorway, looking directly at Soraya. And she looks at Soraya and says, oh my dearie, I was wondering when you'd arrive. And we'll pick it up next week. Oh! <laughs> I'm so scared. Uh, good times. Oh this God. is awful. This is the worst place I've ever been. This building. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. When you were reading this thing, were you like, "Oh wow, this is gonna be fun"? Uh, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This place sucks. Yeah. And uh, we will see you back next Monday for more crits and giggles. All right, you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye, Bye that fam. Have a good night.